Gate 14 podcast and the Toronto Blue Jays might be dead. Um, I'm all I'm joined by Avery. JR actually, we asked him to come on the episode and he said he couldn't come on because he didn't watch any games this week. So um, not an ideal situation for JR, but uh, yeah, JR won't be here. Avery, how are you doing, man? Uh, hell week. The worst record in baseball probably over <laughs> this week. The worst team in baseball maybe over this whole week. Um, and then we get blessed with the New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays coming up. This feels horrible. It's this is and ju- this is the week where you kind of get your mind right. We talked about it on the podcast. We, we were saying the Jays are going to take three or four, and next thing you know, they actually they lose three or four to the Cleveland fucking Guardians. So um, I'll be honest with you, man. This offense is pathetic. It's a pathetic joke right now. It, it's, it's terrible. Really, I feel like what it comes down to is how many games did we have bases loaded in the first inning of all the game? At least two of them, Saturday, Sunday, right? And yeah. what, two runs today? And even the guys on the broadcast are saying, this is a loss if we come away with only two runs. And that's exactly what the Blue Jays came away with. And then we lose by one run. It's and listen, Do you think I it's an approach a, thing at this point? Because it can't be. I don't know. I'm not a fucking hitting coach, man. I like that's like everyone in the Instagram live DMs are just or the mentions are like, it's their approach. It's this. It's that. It's like, you don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about <laughs> when you say it's your approach. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. So let me. Uh... Oh, this is a bad roast. OK, anyway, so this is completely off brand. Uh, JR got a DM from a fan uh, of the podcast that said, do you think your Jay's podcast co-host hates Zimmer so much because he kind of looks like him? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to react to that. We, um, I'm going to have to do a side-by-side after the show. I don't know how to react to that. If I look like Bradley Zimmer is not a bad-looking dude. So... I guess. I mean, thank you, random listener who for, didn't say my name. He said whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's a great road. I thought it was gonna be worse than that, but that's uh, that's one of the nicest things someone's ever said about me. I think, right? Yeah. No, I the way with Jared was talking before, I thought it was gonna be way more mean than that. That was actually awesome. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was way meaner. Okay. Anyways, thank you, listener who said I like Bradley Zimmer. Uh, I played like him too, actually. So <laughs> it's a little, uh, it's a uh, give and take there for that, but. Uh, no, man, it, this was one of the worst weekends I've ever had in my life, just in terms of watching the Blue Jays. And if I would have told you the Jays would win one of four and the game they'd win was against fucking Shane Bieber, you would have slapped me. You'd have said, what the fuck are you talking about? That was the only game the Jays won against fucking Shane Bieber. But you put, we, we watched that game, too, and it's like, hey, the offense finally did what it should be doing. We just got on them early and just kept going after. Like, you play baseball early and often. That's what they say. Hockey, too. It's like early and often. That's what the Jays did. They gave Cleveland no chance to get back in the game because they just kept hitting. But every other time, we kind of lose. We win by one run. It's We kept the teams in the game. We let the bad teams keep up. At this point, we're a bad team, too. So I don't I don't even know what to say. But, yeah, it, it, that's a good point. And, and listen, the Jays couldn't beat Tristan McKenzie who's not the greatest pitcher by any means, and Kyle Pilkington. The Jays couldn't be... I don't even think his name's Kyle. I think his name's Connor. Connor? (laughs) And let me hear... And hear me out here. The Jays had two in the first, obviously thanks to Teo, and I was like, oh, the floodgates are open now. This is going to be a assault. 
next thing I know, I'm looking at the box score and I'm watching the game and I'm like, the Jays haven't gotten a hit in eight innings. The Jays haven't gotten a hit in eight innings. The, like I think they had one hit and eight, eight and one third in the lot after the first inning. Is that good? Hard to win that way. It's really hard to it's, win that way. It, that was just like, that was just the slowest murder torture chamber that I've ever been put into my life as a Jays fan. It was just slow death. When the Jays were up to nothing, I was like, and they just weren't, they, they, they're like, all right, we're up to nothing. Let's just fucking end it. I was like, oh my God, they, this, they're going to lose this game. They're gonna, Emmanuel Classe is going to come in and they are going to lose this game. And what happens? Uh, Charlie Montoyo doesn't throw a righty against a righty. He throws Mesa against a righty, lefty on righty, which is a matchup that you want as a hitter. Yep. And Owen Miller just launches it. I'm like, what, it, what are we doing here? And then he puts in Simber and Simber just implodes. What the fuck was Montoyo doing though? Mesa against a righty? Like, what the fuck was that? Noah Miller's been really good this year, too. He's, you hit that pitch out. It was at his ankles, and the ball was launched 450 feet. Like, Tim Mesa wasn't getting him out if that's what's going to happen on one of his pitches. It's the bullpen's kind of – we're back down to earth, I think, for the bullpen. Um, we're, we're so good at the start. Kind of really shitty right now. We're going to find some middle ground right here, but it was really disappointing. I'm almost more disappointed in game two yesterday than game – than the game today because well, I, raw stripling was shit sure he was terrible but it's like we have a fifth guy for a reason right if you have you're gonna need to score runs we scored so many runs in the first game you guys played what 30 minutes after the other one it's like we got to keep hitting there that's the momentum you need i really wish we didn't play another game yesterday and we just would have kept rolling the jays have scored over four runs let me look where is it? The Jays scored over four runs twice in the past. Yeah, twice or three times since April 29th. They've scored more than four runs. That, I mean, you just can't win doing that. And it just goes to show. And everyone was roasting the Jays bullpen, bullpen, this bullpen, that. Listen, if there's any part of the team that's been overworked in this past, like since the start of the year, it's the bullpen. Every fucking game is within one run, two runs, where the bullpen's in high leverage situations. The bullpen hasn't ever been in a situation where it's like, all right, this is like low intensity. We're up by five or six. Let's just kind of get through this shit. The bullpen hasn't done that. Every single time these guys are in, they're up by one or fucking two. It's just you're asking way too much from this Jays bullpen right now. You really are. I think it's just how bullpens work in baseball in general, right? Like It's, it's hard for some part of a 162-game season for you not to say your bullpen has been overworked. So I think Gosman start really good, right? He did his thing again. Awesome game. That's how baseball should be played for the Toronto Blue Jays. Game one on Saturday, Kevin Gosman pitching. I'd almost say it was a perfect game for us. Obviously, we gave up runs, but yeah, perfect game. Like how, how the Blue Jays should play baseball the rest of the season. And, you know, Julian Merriweather, he's gone, right? So that is one step in the right direction for us as a bullpen. I think you'd say that, right? Yeah, 100%. Merriweather being out of the bullpen, what he did to in front of me and you on <laughs> Tuesday, the day before my birthday, was nothing short of, like, assault. Uh, that was – he was just – it was murder. It was legitimate murder against the Yankees. So I'm glad he's gone. But fuck, man, it just – how nice would Nate Pearson be right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. He was so good at the end of the year last year. Yeah, that's Jared's guy. He loves Nate Pearson. 
Um, just for me, it's I'm dead, man. I'm not. I don't want to like. I want to kill myself watching the Blue Jays play baseball right now. This offense, you might as well just turn the TV off and just watch the starting pitchers do masterclass. I mean, the starting pitching has been like fucking lights out, dude. Like the starting pitching has been insane. And obviously it's like still early in the season, but if the starting pitching keeps up like this and the offense hopefully figures it the fuck out, this is going to be maybe one of the best Jays teams ever. Manoa is fucked. Gossman is fucked. Brios has been okay, but he's pretty good. Kikuchi all of a sudden now is good. Like uh, that start against the Yankees was insane. And Ross Tripling is like a good five guy. I'm not even mentioning Ryu because he got shelled in fucking triple A. <laughs> I think I texted you that. I, I was listening to the radios come back from a golf tournament. They said, yeah, Hunjin Ryu rehab start in triple A. So I was like, okay, I'd love to hear how he's doing. They keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, he got hit pretty hard was the thing they said. Um, it said there was a throwing, throwing not even an error. They said there was a throw, a overthrow or something like that. And he went on to give up six runs and four and a third. I, <laughs> no fucking way that happens, man. Just keep him at AAA. Like, seriously. I mean, he might not I, even be good I, enough for AAA right now at this point. And I got to bring, I got to bring this up to you. So I was obviously in the Blue Jay Center Instagram live, and I got to ask this to you. This is one of the questions. If Ryu comes back, what is his leash? One start, two starts? Like, let's say the first start, he gets shelled. Like, I'm talking six runs over three, no strikeouts, three walks, just absolutely hit hard. Is that where you draw the line? Is the first one, or are you giving him another chance? Because he is honestly, like, he's been so bad. What's he? What he's really good at is limiting runs and being an innings eater, too, right? So, yeah, for a bullpen that's overworked, that's... Ross Stripling is not going six, seven if he's on all the time, right? He's a guy who's going to go four and a third, five, six if he's really good. But Ryu can, as a guy who can go seven or eight. So I think they give him the leash. They've given them the money. So they don't want that to go to waste. Personally, I'm like two stars. But what do we do with him if he doesn't pitch well? Send him fucking send him in the KBO. <laughs> I think the, the KBO could pick up a fucking option. I mean, he is bad, man. Like, and he is. Obviously, the division he's pitching in doesn't help, but he is real life terrible. Like it's it's to the point where it's I would rather just have Ross Stripling be my guy. But I guess if Ryu is so used to being a starter and not many people can see him as a bullpen guy, maybe the Jays can use him as a opener where him and Ross Stripling feed off each other, where Stripling comes out of the pen. Ryu goes through the order one time. And then Stripling comes out. I don't know. That's that might be a better option, right? I hate that. The thought of that is horrible. I uh, just opened up his advanced analytics and uh, can't say they're great. Can't. <laughs> it's all blue. It's like yeah, he yeah. hasn't pitched enough for it to be like a full thing yet. But no, the expected batting average against two eighty five. It's okay. Uh, giving up hard contact forty five percent of the time. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Giving up some good barrels here. Uh, his expected ERA is at. There's some good things here. His expected ERA is only 5.28, and his actual ERA is 13.50. Okay, 5.28 though. We're celebrating 5.28. This guy's like, what the fuck? And uh, listen, though, the pitching's fine. The pitching is fine. Obviously, Barrios was absolutely trash this week, but I mean, or wait, the Jays lost three of four, right? Yep. 
Yeah, it wasn't two or three. I don't know why I said that. Three or four. Two or three since we last recorded. Yeah, two or three since we last recorded. Okay, because we talked about the Brio start, obviously. But it's just it's tough to watch. It really is. I mean, you can't have your leadoff guy be the only guy that's hitting. I mean, George Springer is so just good. He he rakes every game. He's on base or he's getting hits or he's making sick plays. I mean, if George Springer is your best hitter and your only consistent hitter, you have a fucking problem because he's a leadoff guy. Like. Vladdy hasn't been honestly. Vladdy hasn't been that good. I'll say it. I mean, besides that home run he hit, he hasn't been that good. Bo has just been fucking. I don't know what the fuck Bo's saying as of late. I mean, he's been struggling a little bit too. And fuck, dude, Matt Chapman, man. Oh my god, I think he went over four with four punchies today. Four tickets. Sounds like uh, I think the third or fourth time we've said that too. It's bad. It's bad. But listen, his defense makes up for it. You, you got to have at least one good facet of the game, and he is just insane defensively. But Man, it is. It it's been a tough, tough look. And I'm. I will say this. Obviously, it's still early. But this Jays offense, when they do show up, it is going to show up in fucking droves. Like it is going to be ten one, eight one, seven two, seven four, ten four. It is just going to be an absolute offensive outburst. And it's going to be for a month at a time. And they're going to go right back to this shit. That's exactly what they're going to do. That lineup today was awesome. I thought such a good lineup, such a good lineup. The only difference that I would make is obviously like, I feel like we're starting to realize the importance that Jano has, especially how he was like at the start of the year when this Jays offense was at, was at its best was when Jano was back fully healthy or DH and Kirk Tapia is not in the lineup. That, that offense was fucking awesome to watch like that. Those the Rangers, first yeah. Three, yeah. Those first three or like those first two series, I guess when Jano was in were awesome to watch like this jay's offense came back from seven nothing like that that is i, what I, I forget that man that feels like a year ago we, we're watching a yeah. whole different team at this point that's what i want to see and it just sucks the jay's first series they lose is back to back against the fucking yankees and a get right spot against the guardians and you mentioned it's not going to get easier they got no. the yankees this week for a two-game series which is what the fuck are we doing with two-game series and then you got the uh, who's after them? It's uh, the Rays. Who do you say? The Rays. Oh fuck! The Rays are nasty right now. The Yankees. The Rays are so, be- the, the Rays do it again, man. We didn't even talk about them, and then look, they're seventeen and ten or whatever they are. It's the Ra- it's the Red Sox that are trash. Yes, it's the Red Sox that are trash. I I saw the stat today that Trevor Story strikes out in thirty three percent of his at bats. <laughs> That is fucking crazy, no, man. You know who strikes out more than that? Bradley Zimmer? Kevin Biggio. True. And you actually sent the TikTok in here uh, in our group chat. There is just a <laughs> weird cult of Kevin Biggio fans on the internet. I had no idea, but like, there's people feeling bad for him like he died. Like, I don't know if you read the comments of that video you sent us. It's a TikTok video where it's saying, I feel bad for Kevin, like, like he's like literally just died or got like a suffered a severe injury. And it's like, man, he deserves a shot. Oh, I miss Kevin. I just keep watching videos of 2020 Kevin Biggio. Let it go. Like, let it go. The guy sucks. If his last name wasn't Biggio, it'd just be whatever. Like these fans are just delusional. He's got the tools, but he's not very good right now. Where also where in the world is Kevin Biggio? Yeah. We're, I thought he had COVID. Yeah, but he had been off the list like a week ago. Yeah, is Kevin Biggio okay? Like, is he in the dugout? What, what are they saying? I thought you said you saw him in the dugout the other... I did see him in the dugout in the J series against... Uh, what's it called? 
against the Yankees. He was in the dugout. Okay, um, he's joining the AAA club um, four days ago. Odds he hits below like 200 in triple. Well, I need to look up. I what? need to look up the Buffalo Bison stats now. I mean, <laughs> dude, Moreno's fucked. Yeah, that that video dude, I posted the other day too. He is fucking wild. This kid has Biggio been hitting? No, I don't think he has. I've been looking at the lineups. I don't think he's been hitting. Like I don't think he's been in the lineup. What is going on with him? Even he can't even crack the lineup for triple A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's not That's in tough. he's not in it today yeah he wasn't in it today um shout out fuentes a little two for three action for the kid launched yesterday too and by the way groshans i mean 348 right now in triple a well i mean that's seems like a guy who can take over kevin biggio's spot i gotta bring something up also i saw this on thriller day Derek holland is on the toronto blue jays he like, just signed what? he just signed um but it's a guy who How is I'm that gonna work? pretty sure he's not vaccinated, too, is what. He's not vaccinated. He's a fucking conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I used to follow him on Instagram because he's private. We, I think he used to. I don't know if he used to follow me, but I used to follow him. And his stories were like literal caterpillars of just conspiracy theories, like comparing like just I'm not going to say on here, like comparing getting vaccinated to like a severe event that happened in the world with a lot of people dying, like just politics and shit like this dude is a legit psychopath. On the, he's like one of those guys where you have to have a certain type of IQ to be allowed to have social media, and his is just not there. He's under. Some of the shit that he posts is just the weirdest conspiracy theories I've ever like I've ever seen. Like it's just bananas, and I, there's no shot this dude is vaccinated. So how <laughs> will he even be able to play? Maybe he just plays away games if he gets called. I, I don't know how that works. Don't want you to look now. Leafs are now down six three, but um. Same thing with Greg Bird, right? He wasn't vaccinated and he was thinking about making the team out of camp. And it's just like yeah, that. It just, we got to use our is. heads here, fellas. Like, I understand sometimes you don't finish the college degree. I didn't do that either personally, but yeah, like you just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I don't, to me. I, the, the Derek Holland thing is a head scratcher because he was maybe one of the most hated men in Toronto for three, four years after that fucking incident where he was wiping his ass with the Jays rally towel. Do you remember? I don't that? remember that at all. Really? No. Someone threw a rally towel in the bullpen in the Jays Rangers series, and Derek Holland wiped his ass with it as a joke. Like, like this is pretty much say fuck you to the Jays fans. And then he tweeted about it the other day, like a fan was like. Are you going to talk about the incident? He's like, I'm sorry. I was young. I was childish. But, like, dude, why is this guy even – like, he's not vaccinated. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I'm going to need to clip that up and put it on because – It's a crazy video. I I can't believe you don't know about that. It was, like, viral. Like, everyone hated these motherfuckers. I'm sure sure I've seen it, and I'll see it again and be like, oh, that's the video. But I definitely definitely need to look that up. Um, Stupid. (laughs) Stupid signing, but who cares? It's probably not going to make the Very dumb. And how about uh, what's it called? Chris Woodward of the Rangers saying that just roasting the Yankees uh, ballpark today. You see that? No. What do you say? So Glaber Torres had a ball that was out of like 26 out of 30 MLB stadiums. But it looked like, I guess, technically it was like a little wall scraper. And he said, that's an easy out in 99% of the MLB (laughs) ballparks. He just happened to hit it in a little league park, which is a crazy visual because this home run, will, like they they calculated, it, it would have been out in like thirty six out of four out of thirty or twenty six out of thirty. So he just looked like the dumbest human being of all time, even saying that. I was like, okay, if it was like a Rizzo wall scraper, I get it. 
but this ball was like kind of fucked on and Glaber grittied to home plate. It was, <laughs> was kind of sick. It was kind of sick. He, I will give them if that. he hit a homer to left then it's pretty far. Like did did he True. did he pull the ball? Luke Voigt. I don't I don't, I don't know if he did. I, I I'm guessing so because it's a stadium built for ants. I've said it all the time. Um, but if it's the right field's fucked, left field is pretty deep still. But the Yankees keep winning, and I don't know. Yeah, they're a problem. They and they just keep getting close. They just keep getting further and further away from the Toronto Blue Jays, and it scares the living fuck out of me that they are just winning, winning, winning. It's turning into my honestly a massive nightmare, night, nightmare for me to be honest. Because obviously we've been chirping Jays fans or Yankees fans on TikTok for a very long time. Yeah, um, Chris Woodward, former Blue Jay, isn't he? But, yes, legendary Toronto Blue Jay. I believe so. Yes, you are correct. I remember there's just Woodward jerseys everywhere <laughs> back in the day. But uh, we got to go. We got to talk about this for a second because, and obviously, we got to clip this. There's people on our TikTok that are just out to lunch. These Jays fans. I had a Jays fan say that Bradley Zimmer was a better fielder than George Springer. Let's let me say that again. Bradley Zimmer was a better fielder than George Springer. That, that's a real comment that this guy was persistent on. He said to me, all you care is about, all you care about is offense. Uh, I'm talking defensively. It's going to be good to have Bradley Zimmer on the bench. No, dude. No, it's, it's really not going to ha- be better. I mean, and I brought up the stats, advanced analytics, OAA, which is Avery care to describe what OAA is. It's just, it's above average. It's based on how many, just based on how balls are hit and the plays you make. So um, plus 20, if it's a 25% chance of being a hit, you get plus 25 plus 0.25 to your OAA pretty much. Or okay. Like and that. I, and or, I went into the numbers and Bradley Zimmer is at a seven, which is okay. I will say seven is decent. George Springer is at an eight. And an- another thing also, this guy also said that he was better than Pilar or no, sorry. Pilar was at an eight. George Springer is at an 11. Okay. George Springer is like substantially better than Bradley Zimmer fielding. And he's, and Pilar is better than fucking Zimmer fielding. So this kid said, all you care about is offensive stats. I don't know if he was trolling me, but it was one of the most outlandish comments I've ever read in my life. Bradley Zimmer is better than George Springer. I almost fucking beat the wheels off this kid through the TikTok. I was so mad, dude. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm trying to find the defensive run saved metric for that too, for another one, but. It just, it just, it, you, we, we don't, we don't even have to waste our breath to even look this up because it's just such a stupid. It just use your eyes. Thing to say. Bradley yeah, Zimmer's like, quick, I guess. He can make plays. Kevin Pillar kind of made sick plays. I don't think his analytics for feeling were always that good, but yeah, I would say I, I'd go Springer, Bradley Zimmer, Kevin Pillar if I had to do them in order. Kevin Pollard could kind of swing it though, but you're just talking defensively. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're just talking defensively. I just think that comment was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. It's, it really was. And TikTok's not a place that you need to get in the mud though, because it's people who don't have themselves there. It's all just random accounts, and they will spew the most disgusting shit you've ever seen in your whole entire life. But I love the mud. <laughs> I know. I you love. Do. I love getting in it. I've. That's how we've been growing the Gate 14 Pod TikTok. It's just me just roasting kids on TikTok. It is just incredible shit, but there is a Bradley Zimmer hate group out there. Do you think? Well, I found defense around guy... save 11 in his career. Bradley Zimmer. Oh, okay. What is this? Springer. I, I'll find George Springer right now. So 11 for Bradley Zimmer, which I don't know if that's good or not. I'm not a stats guy, I but feel I'm like assuming. It's not crazy good. And then defensive runs save 24 for George Springer. Okay. In their careers. 
so Bradley Zimmer, so clip that I'm putting this on TikTok. So this kid that claimed Bradley Zimmer is a better field than George Springer. Defensive run saved, Bradley Zimmer 11, George Springer 20 fucking four, double times two. So kid, so just if I hear that comment again, this kid should just delete his TikTok because it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. So we can just end the argument. George Springer is better than Bradley Zimmer. I can't believe I'm oh, even. Oh, and then Kevin, Pol- Kevin Pilar. It, what is it? It's 52. <laughs> so Kevin Pilar is 52. Yeah, so what, right, what so I said of Kevin Pilar being the worst fielder of the three is just wrong. I'll, it's I'll completely wrong. Yeah, it's completely wrong. I mean, but whatever. I mean, fuck, dude. I just feel bad for guys like Manoa, man. Like Manoa's been absolutely fucking carving, and he's just been getting shafted by the Toronto Blue Jays offense. The the game we went on Tuesday, he gives up one, right? He gave up one. Yeah, we lose, and they lost by nine or eight, whatever it was. Today he gives up two through six, and they lost by fucking. Well, I don't know what it was, three or four, whatever it was today. I stopped watching after they did that. <laughs> we it lost was four three. Four three. Okay. Yeah, sorry. They lost four three. It's just I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. These starting pitchers. I might honestly, I there might Jay's fans. We have to do some sort of alliance here. We'll just watch the first six innings of a game. That we'll just watch so the starters happy. go at it. We'll just watch the starters go out, go out. It. My mental health will be substantially better because we'll just watch the starting pitchers and maybe the offense get one or two, and that's it. Turn the TV off and just ha- go on with your day. That's what we're going to do. We're going to watch the first six innings when the Jays pitching staff is just absolutely fucking big dick in the other team. That's what we're going to do. I think Manoa was particularly sharp today with some of his stuff, but, again, it's a sign of being a really good pitcher. If you can don't have your best stuff, it still gives your team a chance to win. And it's all we've asked for him the whole season. It's all he's done every single game. It's just tough for us here. But I'm just looking ahead to this week, and I am scared of what can happen, how far and it's not we easy. can get back. If we lose it's not- two series again this week, we're fucked. We are, like, obviously we're over-exaggerating, but we seriously are, like, in my mind, we're done. If we lose, like... The thing here is, is it doesn't get easier because the Mariners are coming to town next week. And yes, the Mariners have been struggling kind of dog shit, to be honest. Very like not too good. I believe they're just 500. They've won one out of their last like nine or 10 games. I think they won actually today, but they've won like, I guess, two out of their last 10. That team's not good, but fuck that lineup is legit. And fuck that pitching rotation is pretty good. Honestly, I kind of want Robbie Ray to pitch here and get just his fucking doors blown out. I, uh, so they sent down Matt Brash this week. And then immediately called up their next best pitching prospect, George Kirby, who absolutely, absolutely fucking shoved today. He is disgusting. I think he went six, kid, four hits, seven strikeouts. He's so good. I, I couldn't like I watched that game today and I was like, man, this kid is substantially better than Robbie Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Ray's been terrible. You, he has been. Will they give terrible. him his Cy Young award or have they done that already? I think he got it there. I think he got it there. Some blue jay, eh? Just yeah, some sick blue jay, fucking scumbag Robbie Ray. Dude, it's and like let's look at his start. So last start, he went six point two innings, four earned runs, one walk, five Ks. The start before that against Miami, five innings, three earned runs, four walks. Four walks. So he's he hasn't been good. I will say this. I am just so goddamn happy we have Kevin Gossman. He is a fucking menace. And we say it every episode, but I'm just happy that Jay's at least got run support for Kevin Gossman because when he's trying to make that Cy Young case and that record's going to be legit, that at least goes towards it, you know? 
Robbie Ray strikeout percentage is down 12 points from last year. Yeah, 12 points. And Marcus Simeon's been absolutely horrid. I believe his OPS is below 600. Um, just just terrible stuff. You just absolutely hate to see it. But you just it's a bounce back. You just I mean, it's insane. But I saw Jano actually. I think Jano was in the bullpen catching uh, guys warming up for the game. Did you see that? Uh, I saw that was during the week, right? Yeah. Because everyone had COVID. The bullpen catcher became the first base coach. And the first base coach was the third base coach for a game or two. Yeah. And honestly, we were saying a lot of things like maybe Charlie Montoya is my manager, all this. No, he's he's not my manager anymore. I He's not my manager. If you'd leave in Tim Mesa against fucking against these guys, against Owen Miller, who's absolutely one of the most underrated guys, I think, in the league. He is nasty. And what he did to that ball against Mesa. And another thing that pissed me off is, Alec Manoa was like arguing with him in the dugout. Like, I want to stay in this game. Like, give me one more. And this fucking coward, spineless piece of shit, Charlie Montoyo, was just like, no, we're going to go to the bullpen. You happy, Charlie? Is, did the bullpen do what you needed it to do today, motherfucker? It was just one of the most sorry ass appearances, just as a whole, as an absolute whole. And usually, if you give up four runs, there's probably a decent chance you win a game, not with this fucking offense. Not with this fucking offense. Two runs in the first, and then you don't score until the fucking seventh. Until the seventh. Every inning was three up, three down, pretty much. It was horrid. It's the same shit from us every episode, it feels like, man. It's just till this team finds a way to score runs without struggling in the middle part of a game. Let's just beat up on someone. Saturday, Saturday's first game, we beat up on someone. And it felt good. We could watch baseball and have fun watching it. And ever yeah. since then, it has been miserable. So I got no like hope. Charlie Montoya shouldn't be our manager, as well. I'd, he just he doesn't have it. And dude, and we look how much at, would you this, how much would you want Terry Francona as our manager over Charlie Montoya? I would murder. I would fucking murder for Terry Francona. I would murder for Terry Francona to manage the Toronto Blue Jays. And dude. And looking at you want to talk about managers, how about the fucking Mets first team to 20 wins? Look at that manager. Fuck. He was a fucking available when the Jays were looking for guys. Buck Showalters, did they even interview this fucking guy? Buck Showalter is one of the most player coaches I think I've ever heard in the league. He's a good coach, obviously a really good manager. And he's a guy that actually has a fucking ear in the dugout and knows what the boy like just knows the vibes of the clubhouse and all that kind of stuff. So every guy that plays for him fucking loves him. I think I'm a. Did the Jays get this? I think I'm a fan of a hard ass manager. Like Buck Showalter is never happy. Francisco Lindor was like tickling him on the mound because he says he never smiles. Like I, I don't think it's it fits the mold of what this team is having a guy who's a hard ass running the team, right? But I'd, I would like an off the cuff talk to one of the guys on the team to just actually know how people feel about him because he just he can't be doing much but fucking things up at this point. That move was bananas and then he just and the thing it was like a big fuck you to the jays fans when he just switched he switched uh to simber after that hitter like the home run it was just like dude what the fuck man you could have done this to bat a bat earlier like it was just so stupid but a fan actually do you think, mentioned, do you, sorry do you think it's do you think it's pete walker making decisions at this point maybe if it was Pete, he better fucking own up to it because that was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. It, that was that thing pissed me the fuck off. I hope it wasn't, but yeah, that was really dumb. And a fan actually mentioned in um, one of our lives. I will give him his credit here. Wait a second, and I'll talk about what he said. 
he said uh, Josh Bell to look at. Look at his name's Lucas David, because obviously Josh Bell is his last year with the Nationals. He's on a contract for the next year. Do the Jays look into Josh Bell? Maybe a little left-handed bat that mashes. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. Not just a left-handed bat. He's a switch hitter that'll mash. So yeah, I didn't even realize switch hitter. Yeah. I just always see home runs with him and left. That would be. I mean, I'd I'd be willing to give up a couple a couple guys for that. Who do we even have that? Like, we're not going to give up our big guys. Right? I guess we got Matt Chapman for a couple prospects who weren't our top prospects. But yeah, at this point, I I like that. I don't hate it. It's not really a positional need we have though. So that's fine. Throw him in the DH. See, they but they could throw in Kirk in that though. And by the way, we don't want to talk about Kirk. There was this Jays guy, you know, Blue Jays dad on Twitter who just got <laughs> absolutely dragged through the mud for saying, what do we do with Kirk? Kirk is, I believe, like top 10 catchers right now in the league. He was sixth or something. Sixth. Yeah, he's sixth <laughs> in the league. And it's just some guys just do they just not watch the games? Like, listen, we were Alejandro Kirk haters for a little bit there, but he's really looking comfortable and he is really good behind the plate right now. His framing is really, I think his framing percentage is really high, like really good defensively. And he's kind of gunning guys, like throwing, like guys aren't stealing on him as much anymore, I feel like, right? Yep. I hate the gear that he wore today, though. Did you like it? 100%. Didn't, didn't like it at all. It looked like That's he played just, for the Rangers, not the Blue Jays. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know whoever sent him that. His agent should be fucking fired for sending him that. That was terrible. <laughs> All-star needs but to yeah. take a lap and get him a new chest for, uh, huh. for this week. But no, I think he's been really good, too. And I don't, I'd like to ask Jano this question when we get him on eventually, what it's like, why, what goes into handling a major league staff, right? Because all these guys come up and it's right away. It's like, Hey, they're going to struggle hitting because they have to do all this stuff. And maybe it's some of the intricacies that we don't know when you don't see making it so hard. So I'd like definitely ask him that question at some point. Yeah. That's a good question to ask for sure. I mean, I, yeah, and obviously we heard about it in the Hyman interview where Jana went out of his way to talk about it. It's definitely probably something that's really different. But Josh Bell and the Blue Jays sounds awfully like a good acquisition, especially if the Nationals aren't going to pay him. Might as well just dish this guy off, right? But uh, we'll see for that. But let's go into this week, obviously. This is going to be the – so the, it's like you said, the gauntlet. You got the Yankees, and then you got the Rays. You got the Yankees in Yankee Stadium, and then you got the Rays in fucking Tropicana. I, I'm not – I'm – I'll be happy – I. I think it's going to be two and three this week. I hate to say it. Yep. I can't. I think we get swept by the Yankees. You think it's two? I. Who did the? Jays I don't know have? who's pitching though. It's Kikuchi versus Severino. Severino's pretty good, to be honest. And then you got Barrios versus Jamo again. Oh, or yeah, not not again. Is Kikuchi's second start in a row against the same team? Yeah. So he did that with the Astros too, right? Like two straight against. And he the got. And he got shot on the second time. Yes, I don't like that either. So wait, it's it's just the Jays got two off days. They got off day tomorrow. That's good. And then they got they played so day. many. We played so many games in a row. Yeah. So I'm happy. They got off day money. They got off day Monday, Wednesday. So there's only really three games in between How the uh, hell our next pod. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so they got Tuesday, two, Wednesday. Schedule makers are Thursday. so fucking dumb. The, uh, schedule makers are so dumb. <laughs> two off days and three, two off days in a week. The fuck is that? After giving them none for 21 straight days. <laughs> it's just so <laughs> dumb. What are you doing? But I'll be honest with you. The Kikuchi one scares me. I'm not happy with that. That one is, listen, he pitched well against the Yankees first time, but this is giving me a lot of Houston Astros vibes where the second time is not ideal. No, 
Um, I'm worried about that, but I'm going to be a contrarian. I think maybe we win that start and lose the uh, Barrios one. Barrios here raised 534. <laughs> oh my fuck. JMO's is 284. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one, especially how JMO's been pitching. Yikes. Well, that's I guess not it's a back to back against the. Uh, Back to back against the Jays for him, then. Yeah, it's back to back against the Jays. So maybe we'll see. It's maybe, especially with Tay on the lineup now, who knows? Yeah. But we'll definitely see. So there's only three games in between our next pods. So this one's going to be a little bit short. So we'll end it right around here. I think the Jays go one and two before the next time I talk to you. I think that's just, it's they only play two Actually, games. Only play two games. Why? Because they play mean? two against the Yankees and then we'll record on the Thursday, right? Yeah, but we'll record after the Rays game, which we, 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 what we've been uh, doing anyways. Friday night, right? Yeah. What are you talking about? So are you fucking we're drunk? Off, we're off Thursday. Off Monday, off Thursday. Play the Rays for three starting Friday. Okay, so you're right. All right. So we only <laughs> there's only two games. Yeah. So they only play the... Okay, so I guess, yeah, I guess I'm going to ch- take back what I just said because I I'm, I'm, can't clearly can't count. I'm going to say the Jays go... One and one. one. Let's. I'll just be humble here. One and one. I'll settle on one and one too. Two and zero oh would be awesome. All right. Well, that's how we'll end it. I mean, obviously, I, I'm hoping they go two and zero. Oh. That'd be fucking electric, especially in Yankee Stadium, yep. so we can make all the TikToks roasting those guys. <laughs> but thank you to the fan that said I look like Bradley Zimmer. Um, you think that's a chirp, but that's a great fucking compliment. I actually really do appreciate that. The next time we talk, Jr. will be here. Hopefully, if he learns how to fucking turn his TV on and watch the Jays games, I don't know what the fuck. He just got back from the Dominican last night. You know, you can't make him. You can't look at the highlights. Can't look at the highlight. I mean, you can't watch the two minute highlight video on YouTube. There's a good 12 minute highlight package that some guy does where it shows every single pitch. All right, JR. Sick fucking JR. <laughs> Anyways, all right, boys. We'll talk to you guys Friday, like I said. Subscribe to all the – or follow, thanks for following all the stuff. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will talk to you guys Friday, and I'm dead inside. That's just that's just how we're going to end this. Me and, a- me and Avery are dead inside. That's just it. Anything else, Avery? Last thing? A week. Go, birds. <laughs>